Hi there, you stumbled across The Christian Truth, a podcast where I, prophetess LGBTQ, comes, well, more often than not, I come to yell at you. If you came here to hear about nothing but Bible scriptures or religion, you've inadvertently ended up in the wrong podcast. Because I switch it up a bit, and I curse, pretty often, to be honest. This will be a ride you'll never forget. I hold no punches, and I strive to remain unapologetic. And remember, I was once where you are, Christian. I'm human, and I'll never claim to be perfect, but just like you, listener, we are capable of positive growth. Each episode is from the heart, and I can't wait to hear what you guys think. Leave your comments below any episode and let me know what you thought. Remember, you were warned, this is me as he made me, and he's not done with me yet. Ta for now. Hi guys, this is Prophetess LGBTQ. Um, I've been away for a couple of days. Some of you might know I was in the hospital, was hospitalized recently. Um, I'm okay. I'm, everything is as it should be. I'll just say that. And things are being taken care of that need to be taken care of. Um, however, <laughs> those of you who do know what I'm about to speak on know that the health of America is a big concern to me as a veteran, okay, as a child of a veteran, okay. Uh, well, a stepchild of a veteran and a spouse of a veteran, okay? I am, I'm disappointed, people, okay? Now, some of you would say that you can't have it both ways, Mama. You can't think that America's so great. You fought for the country, Mel. You fought for the country. Remember what I said, that I didn't fight for the ideals of this country okay because i didn't understand the ignorance back then i fought for the actual country because i love this country and i do not appreciate those in leadership okay defiling my country that i fought so hard to protect you understand what i'm saying so in every sense of the word it has been defiled politically socially racially sexually in every sense of the word, this land has been defiled. So, as I have said before, I like to keep it with the scriptures. So, we're going to cover a few things today, but we're going to focus on idolatry, okay, and responsible leadership. Now, responsible leadership is, uh, is um, <clears throat> and a quote. Okay, so I have, all right, let me just go ahead and give you guys a recap of what happened. So last week, I'll just say last week, know that it was midweek. It was not like, you know, it wasn't, it was in the ER. Okay, went to the ER, things went fine because I got sent there by my doctor. Things were going fine until I was admitted that day. And I was told this is going to happen. This is what needs to happen. This is what you should do. And this is what we can do. If you do this, though, we can do this. And if you do this, then we'll have to do this. So on and so forth. Yes. So these options. (laughs) Yes, dad. Options that I was given. Okay. I chose to stay, to be admitted uh, because I was told that I would be seen to, okay, be cared for in a relatively, uh, efficient manner okay we'll just say efficient i didn't say quick i said efficient which means they know what they're doing they've done it a minute you know what i mean and they're gonna continue to do it the way they've been doing it i am not completely wrong in this assumption 
they don't know what they're doing. They're going to keep on doing it that way, though. Yes, that's what I said. I spent the entire next day watching TV. Well, Mel, you said you're in the hospital. You thought you had things. I had things to do. You're absolutely right. I had things to do both in the hospital, okay, that needed to be crossed off a list so that I could make other things happen in that same hospital. Okay, yeah. But I also had work to do. As some of you guys know, I'm a business owner. I'm a multi-business owner. So I have multiple businesses that are being put on hold for people who don't want to do their job. I love my job, okay? My job as a civilian is to be an amazing custom seamstress for those in my general area, okay? Anybody who needs my services and then I can accommodate, I will do that. That's my job, okay? I know my lane, you get me? You figured out what I'm saying? You right, so I know my lane. You should know yours because you have been here in this location for such and such time. Yes, no. Okay, all day, went without, not a scan, not a console, not a nothing, okay? And mind you, they wanted to not feed your girl. I was supposed to go three days with no food because of something that happened while I was there. Now, I understand your concern. I appreciate your concern. However, since you didn't do your job, your concern is moot, yes? You guys don't understand exactly what I'm talking about, but just know that at the end of the story, I walked out with an IV sticking out of my arm. That was today, okay? I've been there all weekend, okay? I had to, I stayed, things happened as they were supposed to, and I was supposed to have something happen today. I was looking forward to it in the fact that I wanted it over with, okay? Not the fact that I was enjoying or looking forward to enjoying what was going to take place, just that I needed to happen and I knew it was about to get taken care of. And I would never have to worry about it anymore. It was a done deal. But it wasn't a done deal, people. I wasn't even on the list for a deal. Not a single deal, not a half a deal, not a part of a deal, not one deal, not two, not nothing. They didn't even know my name. Yes, that's what I said. They did not even know my name in the dental clinic today. I went in for extraction. And when I talked to the dental, finally, you know, uh, two days later than I said I was supposed to, okay, uh, I can see you next Tuesday, the 6th. Okay, well, if such and such happens. Well, such and such didn't happen the way he described, so it actually moved up my availability. But the, the powers beef felt differently. Okay, so they felt I... I'm gonna put you on NPO, which means you can't eat, okay, from 12 o'clock to whenever we give a darn again, uh-huh. But you're not actually gonna be seeing anybody again today. You're not even on the list. So on that note, I said, all right, you know what? If I'm not on the thing, I'm not gonna stay here for another two days. Like, you you want me to stay here for an entire week? I'm, I'm good, I got shit to do. I got people who are waiting for me. I have a family to support. You get what I'm saying? Those people need me home. And you ain't even doing your job and you want me to stay? To watch you do it some more? To not watch you do your job some more? I'll pass, I'm a hard pass on that one, okay? So I packed up my stuff, I got ready to go. I was told such and such, if we do this, I'm gonna be able to do this for you. Cool, done deal, okay? He did what he was supposed to do, but he didn't create my discharge paperwork. So no one knew that I should have been released. I get this IV in my arm because he didn't discharge me officially. That's what they said, okay? 
they can't discharge. They can't take the IV out of my arm that's been in there for four or five days. Four or five loving days. Because I don't have discharge paperwork. You never know. The doctor might say, what are you talking about? I don't care what the doctor says. I told you I'm going home. I didn't ask you to wait to see what the doctor could do for me. Because I already told you Heffa's going home. I already made my own appointment. Because I made enough of a fuss where the dentist had to call me personally on my little cell phone here. Okay? He called me on my phone. So I know someone was about to get their ass rims. reamed. Do you hear what I'm saying to you? So he moved me up a day. A day. Which means I still get to freaking go home. So I'm not sure what exactly you thought was going to change from the fact that he told me I have an appointment tomorrow to the fact that I'm still not going to freaking stay. I can be seen as an outpatient. The moment he said that, I started getting dressed to go. I stayed there for four hours, though. I sat in that room fully dressed as a civilian in my civvies, okay, with a freaking IV sticking on my arm for no good reason for four hours. And I know it's four hours because it's almost one o'clock by the time I got back downstairs from the pharmacy. Okay, so I'm standing in my doorway of my door. Maybe this will give them a better hint. Maybe they literally have forgotten me. I don't want to think about that too hard right now. I just want this crap out of my arm. So I stuck my arm out in the middle of the hallway, people. Three nurses walked by, looked me dead in my face, and kept walking. One of them had the audacity to ask me, did you need something? <laughs> uh-uh. I don't need nothing. I walked right by that nurse's station and two more people looked me dead in my face as I did so. Now, mind you, that's fine. Y'all don't want to do your job? Cool. But don't you dare call blowing up my phone doing your job. Because I'm already downstairs. I've already checked in to get my medication that this person who didn't make me discharge paperwork, he put my scripts in, which technically means to us veterans, okay, once you put those scripts in, I'm no longer in your care. You have given me my prescriptions. I am no longer obligated to stay here. No, because if he wasn't going to give me those prescriptions in person, then that means I can go. Hello. He didn't give them to me in person. He didn't make me orally take them in front of him. No, he prescribed them to me, which means I am free to go. That's in my opinion. So I left. I walked downstairs to the pharmacy while I rode the elevator. I said, did I rode the elevator downstairs? And I'm at the pharmacy, checked in, went to the next line, literally ready for me to pick up. It's at the window. It's in its little brown baggie. It says, window, Willox, dot Melita. Mm-hmm. Yes, it does. And I get a phone call. Miss, Miss Willox, did you leave the floor? I said, I sure did. And I hung up. Like, what's wrong with you? If you can't see me, hello? Hello? If you can't freaking see me, where the hell did I go? Where'd I go? You don't know because you didn't give a shit enough to actually investigate. No, you were too busy doing whatever it was you were doing and not doing my discharge paperwork. So I left the actual hospital with an IV sticking on my arm. Two people called. I said, don't you call my phone again. I got nothing to say to you. And on the way home, we go pick up some lunch and we're driving, we're driving. And the advocate Right. I already spoken to her today because she's the reason I even got an appointment for tomorrow. Because these people didn't want to do nothing at all. No. Well, see, I, I don't I don't I know it's not my fault. It's not my place. It's not my responsibility. No, you're just here to freaking breathe the air that I need. Fine. It's not your job. It's not your place. So the advocate comes. 
on the phone, Mrs. I know that two people have already called you. And I said, yeah, you're right. So with all due respect, don't call my phone again because I know every single person who was involved, your name personally. I asked you specifically for a reason because this veteran right here, I review the hell out of a situation. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. I will tell you to your face that you messed up, but I will also let the world know not to go to you because you can't get right. So I know every one of you by name, ma'am. By name. Why do you think I asked everybody their name? I'm sorry, I didn't catch your name. I'm sorry, what did you say your name was? It slipped right by me. I needed to know those things because this uh, photographic memory. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'll remember. There was good nurses. There was nurses that just didn't give a toot. And then there was nurses that had to overcompensate for those who didn't give a toot. And it's a shame that even had to take place. So don't call my phone wanting to work it out because you know that you're about to get a bad review. That's not my problem. That's not my problem. Your po the, the point to do that would have been when I was there, you know, to actually take care of the patient. So she wasn't leaving with a freaking IV sticking out her arm. So here we go to the healthcare in America, because today was not just my bad day. OK, I call my mother. Mm -hmm. She's in three like states away, people. She's up north. OK. I'm not going to say that word. That's what y'all call it. I don't call it that. She's up north. Okay. Her significant other has also just walked out of the damn hospital with an IV sticking out his arm. Actually, it would have been sticking out of his arm, but my stepdad's a beast and he rips that shit out by himself. I, I'm just telling you what it is. That's just what he does. It's what he does. Okay. I'm not going to do that because that would freak people out. If I after all of the medication that they've given me, we're just, just rip that out. They probably wouldn't release me. They probably think I was losing my mind and would put me back in the loony bin. No, no, no. I'm not saying back like I was there. I'm saying they would put me back in the hospital, admit me again, but I'd be in the loony bin this time. Okay. So I didn't do none of that, but he did. And then it's a, like an hour. Okay. A half minutes, half 30 minutes there, 30 minutes back just to get to the place where he has to go because I would, they don't give a darn. Do you heard to say to you? Not a darn about their veterans. So what you served our country who gives a crap? Oh yeah, that's right. My mother just described it to me exactly why that is because I was a red state. How the heck did that happen? Mom, tell me how we became red state in the states that used to have no slavery that wished to abolish that that uh, that movement, okay, that social norm. Up north, they weren't having none of that. So how did you get all of that red up in Iowa? That's neither here nor there, right? Because that's political. We're not going to talk about politics right now. We are going to talk about responsible leadership, however, because the health care in this country is up for debate, yes? Some of you say so-and-so didn't do it right. So-and-so is messing it up and so-and-so needs to get their shit together. Okay, well, guess what? Us veterans are still waiting for y'all to get your shit together because we didn't get an option. You understand what I'm saying? When we go and sign the dotted line, we go and sign a dotted line and whatever happens fucking happens. Okay, we've given you our life. We have signed away our life to your country. Do you hear what I say to you? We sign away our own life for you. In your red state, in your damn blue state, we don't care about that shit. We fight for the entire damn country. 
And the least thing y'all can do when we come home and need some fucking medical attention is to give a shit. No matter what color of skin I have, no matter how old I am, no matter how long I've been waiting for your fucking care. The last person that I should see homeless on the street is a vet. I ain't never been so pissed off in my life to find out that there are veterans here in my city living on the streets. Because America, y'all ought to be ashamed of yourselves. Y'all ought to be fucking ashamed. No ashamed. There ain't no excuse. How we gonna go fight for you? We don't even know you. We don't fucking know you. We will never meet you in our life. But the moment we come back and need you, when you ain't even ask us, okay, we went for fucking free. We volunteered to protect your ungrateful behinds. And the moment we ask for something in return, when we come back and we're hurting or we're broken for fuck's sake, oh no, no, we can't do that. That would require me to do my job. And we don't do that here, okay? We don't do that here unless I'm, you gonna pay me more? Um, are you gonna give me more? Are you, are you gonna do for me? So let me explain something to you. When I tell my civilian friends that I still love you, I, no matter how you treat me and my battle buddies, my, my fellow vets, I don't care. Because we didn't fight for y'all. We fought for the country. We fought for the people who knew why we were fighting. For all of you who don't give a shit that we died, hello, Mr. Trump, who think we're retarded and stupid, we're losers, right? Because we didn't come back. Let's talk about responsible leadership, y'all. Moving right along. Responsible leadership defined by the training guide, I'm sorry, www.trainingjournal.com. Okay, Financial Times, okay, I need to make sure that y'all need to, you got the sources, you know where to find it, so you can fact check me, right? Because we don't play that game here. The Financial Times, okay, defines responsible leadership as follows. Making decisions that next to the interest of shareholders, I'm going to break this down for y'all in a minute. You're going to see what we're happening. Also takes into account all the other stakeholders, mm, such as workers, clients, suppliers, all the environment, who, the community, or, or and the future generations. Also, all of those things are taken into effect, taken into consideration, do you understand? Along with those who would benefit most from that decision. So what does it mean, Mel? What are you talking about? Let's talk about it, guys. Responsible leadership. Because next we're going to pray for America. It's just a beautiful thing we're going to do today, guys. The Financial Times defines it as responsible leadership. When you take a shareholder, okay, that means let's, let's, let's just do a hypothetical Muppet sale, okay? We've got, uh, we're going to take the Count, okay, from Sesame Street, the Count. He's the top. Okay, we're just going to call him the top. He's not orange, but you know who I'm talking about. Okay, so him and him and him and his buddies, him and his fellow Cheetos, him and his fellow count vampires. Okay, them, the 1%, the upper crust. Yes, those are the shareholders. So when a decision is made based on only their needs, that is not responsible leadership. That's what that just said. And when the future generations or the fucking environment is not taken into consideration when you make a decision in favor of those shareholders, that's not responsible leadership. So how about the community? 
when I say responsible leadership, you want to know why I even brought it up, okay? Because we went from healthcare, Mel, to responsible leadership. Well, some of you might have your head still stuck in sand and are unaware, okay, that your person in office, I'm never going to call him that because I didn't put him there, and only the ones I put there am I going to claim. Period. Because he's not mine. No, 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 Mel, he's everyone's. No, he's not. No, he is not. You know why he stopped being my commander-in-chief? You want to know why he stopped being my commander-in-chief? Because he, before he even became a commander-in-chief, he was grabbing pussy because he was a celebrity. He can do that. No, I'll say that again. Before he became a commander-in-chief, he grabbing pussy because he's a celebrity and he can do that. I'll wait. But he's a responsible leader. Is that what you're saying? That's, that's responsible. You're darn right it is. It's so good. It looks so great on both parties' Right. Both. No, 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 no. I say both parties because you heard the definition. We're not talking about just his party. OK, we're talking about everybody, the community, the suppliers, the clients. That'd be us, folks. We're the clients. OK, we're the ones paying you money. Paying your freaking salary to lead us to destruction. I think not. I don't pay for that. I don't pay for that. I won't do it. You get me? I won't do it. Uh, no. 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 You want me to vote him back in? Because that's the best option? Already? Like I said, both parties are to blame. Because you both want what you want. Your agenda is more important than the community, than the fucking environment, than the freaking future generations. So none of you are displaying responsible leadership. That's my point. So let's bring it back to healthcare, Mel, because you're kind of confusing me. Well, let's take it back. That responsible leader that you call a commander in chief. He spent three days in a hospital after being diagnosed with COVID-19. Y'all want to know why he only spent three days? Because he said so. I'm not going to stay here no more. Don't let COVID make you afraid. Don't be as scared. Don't be scared of COVID. Are you... Are you for real? Are you, are you kidding me? So you spent three days in a hospital and got no symptoms yet. You get me? But all those 200,000, 200,000 deaths in this country alone, they don't mean nothing. There's no reason to be scared. Don't, don't be scared, guys. Don't be afraid. Why would you be afraid? Why on earth would we be afraid? Why should we be afraid? Because our leader only spent three days after being diagnosed with COVID-19. The one disease that ain't no one know how to cure yet. Because he can. Okay? So this is irresponsible leadership. And that's how we get to idolatry. Because I have watched the debate or whatever they called that. Because I'm not sure how much y'all got from that situation. But I was fed up before that man even opened his mouth. Before our candidate even opened his mouth. Because I couldn't even hear him the whole damn time. I, I watched the whole thing. I just needed to see it. I needed to be aware. I needed to experience that. So I know exactly what I'm voting for, folks. I know what I'm voting for. I'm not voting because... It's what we do. No, I'm voting because I'm actually very terrified that if this person continues to stay in office, we are not going to make it. Now, as a country, and I fought too damn hard for you people, okay? I fought too fucking hard. I went through too damn much 
for this country for y'all to let this man destroy you. I won't do it. And as prophetess LGBTQ, I'm not allowed to let you do it. I'm not going to allow you to let this happen either. So this is why. Let me explain to you exactly what idolatry means. Now, some of you, first of all, I want to address those of you who don't believe in God, right? We already know you don't believe in God. God is already aware that you don't believe in him. Guess what? It didn't matter to him then when you first decided you didn't believe. And it doesn't matter today that you still don't believe. I, he, he just don't care. You understand what I'm saying? It doesn't change his size. doesn't change his impact. It doesn't change a darn thing other than you're the only ignorant person that doesn't understand the love of God. That's fine. We're going to teach you. We're going to get you right. You ready? So I've wrote some scriptures down for this particular podcast. I'm doing really good on time. So let's make sure I stay on time, guys. Um, healthcare in America. So we have this person who you call a leader. Okay. Obviously irresponsible in my opinion. I've had some other people's opinions and, uh, you know, impact my uh, my my podcast today so i'm going to address those different opinions before i go into the idolatry part of this podcast there are people who believe that there is no good choice in in this year's debate and in, in, in this election okay there's no good option because they're both liars um i hate to break it to you friend but everyone lies no 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 everybody do you know why for those of you who, you know who you are, the Hearts of Truth groups, I know you guys know I'm not, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to those of you who do not believe that God exists. Okay, that's who I'm talking to you. I'm talking to all of you. Everybody else, we'll get to y'all. But the people who don't believe God exists, you're who idolatry is geared towards, okay? You believe that this person you've put in office, okay, is the best thing that we've ever had in that building, You don't believe in God, but let me know something. Does that change the fact that he said, should you put another God before me? Should you place any idols before me for I am a jealous God? I will destroy you. I said it. It's in the book, people. I don't care if you don't believe it. Just because you don't believe it, don't make it not true, okay? That, that's not how that works, boo. Okay, just like the lady on the, on the news last night told me. I call her the news because I listen to everything she's got to say. I don't care what nobody say. That girl can speak. And she tells people what she feels. She gives me inspiration. Like she said, though, we can say it until we're blue in the face. Just because you repeat it and because you're louder each time you do doesn't make it a fact. It's still a lie, regardless of how you twist it, regardless of how pretty it sounds. It's still a lie. Okay? It's still a lie. So when you decided to put that man's decisions above those of God's, this is where we are. I told y'all from the beginning that you have pissed God off. You done pissed him off. He still loves us. We're his beings, okay? We, he, we were created in his image. He ain't gonna ever give us up. No matter if you believe it or not, he ain't gonna live. He, he still got you, boo. He still got you, you and your invisible. He's not there, but okay. Yeah, he still got you, whatever. But he's still angry. Like, y'all really don't understand what idolatry means. You put this person in office and you know darn well fine he had no business being there. You heard what he said. I can grab pussy because I'm a celebrity and I can do that. 
before you even put him in office. And then these people are talking about, I don't care what he says. 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 All about the raccoons. Remember Leah? Yeah. Leah Rose. She, 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 she left, okay, on vacation. Uh-huh. Served her country. That's nice. I like to be labeled with a battle buddy like that. Um, and she got back all these raccoons in her basement. These coons. These coons are in her basement. These coons. These coons are in your basement. He didn't deny white supremacy either, did you guys? No, he said, stand by. Stand back and stand by. That's what he said, folks. He did not tell them to stand down. He said, stand by. Those are two different words, people. Would you like to know the difference? Stand back and stand by means just we wait. If I don't win this motherfucking election, y'all better be ready to jump. Stand down means y'all got no business up in here. We don't do that here. But you didn't hear him say that. You also didn't hear that man do the actual thing that everyone else has been told to do. Okay, there's a mandate that we're supposed to wear a mask anytime we're in public. Within, you're supposed to wear a mask, first of all, okay? And because he didn't want to make a mandate, because he didn't want to put a mask on his face, all right, uh, he decided to lift it. There's no federal mandate. You, it, that's, that's a state thing. I'm not, I'm not going to tell the governors what they should do. All right. Whatever. That was a decision that that responsible leader, notice the quotation marks, decided to make for the welfare of the entire community, for the entire nation. That's the decision that your responsible leader decided to make. And look how it has impacted us. I'm sorry, you're confused. Those of you who don't believe in Jesus Christ and don't believe in my father in heaven. Watch this. He told you it wasn't real. The same shit he doesn't have right now. Okay. That he went to the hospital for three days for. It was a verified diagnosis, people. Do you hear what I say to you? It wasn't real, though. But you're, your president's not a liar. Your president is sick with the very thing he said wasn't real. The very thing he said the Democrats were using for politics. We were trying to politicize COVID-19. Oh, my goodness, man. What's so wrong with you? And that right there is where he did divination. First Samuel 15 and 23 for rebellion is like the sin of divination and arrogance like the evil of idolatry because you have rejected the word of the Lord. He rejected you as king. It's in the book. People look it up. First Samuel 15 and 23. That's what it says. That's what it says, though. It's what it says. I read it. See, because you have rejected the word of the Lord. He has rejected you as king. So let me remind you of something. Okay. The same person who got sick for three days only. Right. He's, he's perfectly healthy now. Right. Um, watch the entire entire White House staff go drop dead. I'm just saying it's going to happen. Somebody going to die very soon. Very soon. And I don't know who it's going to be. I'm not going to put a name out there because that's not my place. I'm letting you know that y'all really got this man up in here at three days, three days. And y'all are encouraging it. I read a comment 
Lord, bless your soul. Thank you, Jesus. Ignore the doctors, President. Lord, please, President, ignore the doctors. God has your soul in hand. He will protect you. <laughs> Jesus, I'm sorry. What? This is the same person, okay, who said he was the chosen one. He called himself the chosen one. Okay? He's done a lot of other sacrilegious things that I won't mention. But that right there, I watched it with my own eyes. I watched him say it out his freaking face. The hole in his mouth, it, it, it moved. Yeah, it, it, it opened and it, those words came out. And then he had the audacity to lift his hands and look at heaven. Like, I dare you to say otherwise. <laughs> Shortly thereafter, Mr. Trump has been diagnosed with COVID-19. If ever you forget the Lord your God and follow other gods and worship and bow down to them, I testify against you today that you will surely be destroyed. Deuteronomy 8, 19. So you don't believe in God. We've already addressed you. You, you will suffer the penalty. You will suffer the penalty for your placing this idol before God. That's what you've done. You have forsaken God. You say, no, he don't exist. But this one right here, he going to save the country. <laughs> Is he really? So all of the things that this country has endured before this man was even effing born. Who, who did that? Those are just good presidents, right? Oh, no. You're right. It was God. It's the only reason we're still here, people. That's the reason why humanity still exists. Because God said, we get a redo. Let's try it again. And again. And again. And again. And look where we are now. Again. Let's try it again. I told y'all that this man was cleaning house. I said this man, Father, you. He's cleaning house. I told you he was cleaning house. I'm going to say it. I told you so. Yes, I am. For those of you who, one, aren't saved, don't believe he exists, or truly believe that that person in office is manna from heaven. He is literally, you. that's truly what you believe. Y'all believe everything that comes out his mouth. That is called idolatry. Put to death, therefore, Whatever belongs to your earthly nature, sexual immorality, impurity, lust, evil desires, and greed, which is idolatry. These things that feed your earthly nature, okay? Sexual immorality is just sexual immorality, okay? You want to go and question what God meant about that? You go and take that up at the pearly gates. I'm not going to question what he meant. Because I know what I've been told. I know what I've been told. I know what sexual immorality means. In this case and in every case. And it's not what y'all think. But it's okay. Like I said, if you have a problem with the, what he said or what I think it means, you, you take that up with him at the pearly gates. You do that. I, wanna, I don't need to be there because I know better. Okay. So those things that keep you satisfied here on earth that are not of God, that were not given of God, That's idolatry. 
God didn't pick that man. Do you hear what I'm saying to you? He didn't pick that man. We did. Y'all did. Correction. I didn't pick him. I never will. But God didn't pick Donald J. Trump for president of the United States. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. And you know how I know that? Because God is cleaning house and your president got infected with a disease that has no yet cure. But he's going to go back into that house that you put him in and he's going to infect the rest of his staff because you feel he, belong, he belongs there more than he belongs in a hospital. That's called idolatry, folks. And like I said, for those of you who believe those things, he will destroy you. Not just destroy your person, your life, okay? He's going to destroy everything you hold dear. He's going to dismantle what you feel you have built up on your own. He's going to take it to pieces, okay? And he's going to show you how every single piece belongs to him because he gave you every single one. Every piece of your life that you put together and claim as your own, I did this. I did this by myself. Oh, did you really? Those people are the ones that came down with the disease because you could be untouchable. You couldn't be touched. You were invincible. You were untouchable. You were above the wrath of God. And guess what? God says otherwise. God says otherwise. Now, for those of you who have lost loved ones and you're hearing this and you're offended, you need to look at yourselves. It's all I'm saying. This was not a mistake. God don't make any of those. He don't know how. Okay. My God only knows how to victor. To be victorious. He don't know how to do failure. It, it just, it, he didn't make that up. Okay. He made us imperfect so that we knew what failure was. Get me? He don't know what it is because that's not what he do. He didn't make failure. We did. We failed as mankind from the Garden of Eden. Remember that? So don't talk about God's the reason that we're all sick. No, 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 no. Because he didn't make failure. The failure to believe that he exists. The failure to follow his word. The failure to live as Christ lived. Those failures, he didn't, he didn't make those failures. You did. Y'all did. Not, you, you did it. You did it by yourself. He's just here to clean up your mess. I already told you about that one. Okay. <sighs> because Israel's immorality mattered so little to her, she defiled the land and committed adultery with stone in wood. So I'm going to break it down to you in my opinion. Okay. IMO for today's uh, circumstances, because she uh, we're going to we're going to say just leadership. OK, I'm not going to say responsible leadership because I don't I don't I, I don't see that in place right now. OK, the powers that be are not displaying this characteristic to me. OK, we would not have racial riots. We would not have white supremacy not being denied or uh, denounced. We would not have a leader of our country, okay, not even following the scientific guidelines given to the, from the CDC. I don't know who else he thinks is going to out-advise the CDC, but, but we'll, we'll find out, won't we? Because Walter Reed sure didn't do it. Walter Reed could not convince this man that he was sick enough that he could kill other people. Did you hear what I said? Your president has literally made a public announcement that I am willingly putting people's lives at risk. 
I'm doing it voluntarily. I'm doing it on purpose. And y'all want him to do it. That's what you're doing. You have defiled the land and committed adultery. And as a church, you know what that adultery means. We have parted ways from the Savior, from the Heavenly Father, and we're doing it our way. We're doing it the human way because we know better because Donald J. Trump said so. Because a man in a white building said that the entire nation was safe from the COVID-19 that is racing through his own body. Don't let COVID make you scared. Don't be afraid of COVID. Do not fear this disease because I came out on the other side. <laughs> you either didn't have it and it was a political game to him because that's the type of person you have in office or he has it still and he refuses to give up his office just because he's sick with a deadly virus. He wants to still debate. I'm telling you, people, it's either political, he did never have it, or he had it, and he doesn't care who kills. He doesn't care. That is not responsible leadership. That is not caring about the future generations of this nation. That's not even caring about the community. That's not caring about your suppliers. Hello? How about your clients, the people that you pay your taxes? You know, the ones that you don't fucking pay. Yeah, those, those people. All of them matter not to you. And because they don't, you have defiled our land and you've committed adultery, which means you have taken our Christian faith and you have perverted it and mocked it because you're the chosen one, right, Donald? Yeah. Okay. With stone and wood. You have placed a person, a man, you know, a creation of Christ, a creation of God, a, a human being in a place where God should be and only God should be. <clears throat> this last 